the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you. I want to thank you for joining us on this wonderful Friday afternoon on another long, hot summer day as we begin to get our weekend started. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is the program that highlights the uh, Popka Blue Darter Athletic Department with interviews with high school ball players and their dedicated coaches. Also, interviews with alumni uh, who have who stood out on the field during their high school days and then have accomplished thing many things that have helped our community and helped our nation in their lives after leaving Apopka High School. We have a great guest for you tonight. We'll introduce him in just a moment as we embark upon football season. High school football season is right around the corner now. I But first of all, I want to let you know about the wonderful sponsors who make this program possible. And they are great sh- Great Florida Insurance, Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, Florida Door Solutions, and Community Health Centers. Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers has served our Central Florida community with affordable, quality health care for now over 40 years, With now with 15 locations. Later in our program, we'll hear from a true authority on high school sports in Central Florida and the state of Florida, actually, especially high school football, John Peary. We look forward to having John Peary joining us. Of course, he's the longtime editor of the Apopka Chief and Planter Newspapers. But in just a moment, we're going to go to our first guest. He's one of the outstanding coaches in the state of Florida. He has taken multiple teams many times to state championship games, including the Apopka Blue Darters two years ago in 2019. Uh, speaking, of course, about Coach Jeff Rolson, the head coach of the Apopka Blue Darters. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's good to be with you. I, I got a different. Teams take me. I don't, I don't take them, so I just go for the ride. You can't get there without players. A great point, and uh, yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you for, uh, for 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 sharing that perspective. Um, well, I think it, I'll take it as a little of both, actually, but of course, uh, definitely appreciate your humility. I, um, you know, coach. The first question, I think, it's kind of obvious. You know, I know that the even though it's summertime and you know school is out, uh, the guys still uh, continue to work over the summer. And can you just share a little bit about what what high school football is like, specifically at Apopka High School? Over the summer months, with with no classes and no, and no formal actual uh, you know you know games being played and that kind of thing. Well, we had uh, workouts four days a week. We went six a.m. to eight fifteen, so we could let kids out to go to summer school. I had great attendance this summer. Um, 
so the kids lift and run and, and uh, we'll do some scheme stuff on the field. So that was good. Um, so we had uh, seven weeks, I guess, of, of workouts. And then uh, we had a three-day FCA football camp that we went to at the end of July. So we took 55 kids in that, kind of our varsity guys. And then, uh, you know, we, we tested. We super darter tested this past week. Um, and that's just a little uh, a test that we administer to see athletically where they're at. And they score high enough to get on the wall. So we get to be part of the legacy of, of what it is to be a Popka football. And then Monday's practice starts. So it's it's there's really no downtime. Fourth of July week we head off. And now also recently the guys in you know, many, many of the high school uh, football programs in Florida and Central Florida attended FCA camp, Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp. Can you share a little bit uh, with us about how, how that went? That's always an important event over the summer for the programs that attend. It is. And, you know, we, we didn't get to go with the last two years. You know, last year was COVID. And the year before, we didn't have the funds when I first got in. And then, but um, we went this year and we were able to compete against some, some good programs. Edgewater, West Orange was there, Parker Trail, um, Mainland you know, and others. Um, and you, you go out and you scrimmage a couple times a day against, uh, you know, three, three, four teams. And it's a 30 minute deal. And it's, it's not, uh, to the ground, but it's, it's pretty physical. So you get to execute your offensive defense against other teams. So that, that's helpful. But the most helpful part, the, the most, uh, um, valuable part is the time that you get together with your team and your coaches and you get the fellowship and, and get into the word and get the message, and, and uh, it's, it's fantastic. I think our team came together. It was a great experience. You don't know how much you miss it until you, you don't have it. We're thankful to go back this year. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on Blue Darter Sports Central. Right now we're speaking with Apopka football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. And, Coach, as we uh, you know, look ahead, and as you mentioned, uh, practice right around the corner, the season's right around the corner now, um, as you've mentioned with us before, uh, the offense, you're expecting changes, significant changes on the offense than from what Apopka's been doing in, in recent years, or actually you know, a long time, actually. Can you just share a little bit about how, how that is developing and, and how you expect that that develop and, and what your goals are for the way you want your offense to look? Well, we want to be physical first and foremost, so it doesn't matter what formation or what style. Uh, you, you want to put on it. It's it's it, we need to be physical because that's what a pop is and that's what sets us apart. Um, you know, we've been singling. Well, back in the day, we were option. We we're the only team that were running option besides Brantley, and and that was our thing. And 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 then when Rick came back in '06, it was single wing, um, and that was you know whatever 15 years of that. 16, we ran it the last two, and and that was our kind of our stamp on offense, and not many people ran that and it was good and uh but uh and we're gonna have that as package but we're gonna be spread we're gonna have tight end single and double tight end stuff h back stuff but uh you know more of an rpo game more of a, a, a throw game than we've had in the past for certain you know single back stuff uh spread the field a little bit and you know we got some, some good athletes and, uh we got two quarterbacks we like they're doing well so uh you know we're gonna see how how it shakes out and then, of course, uh, another general question about the other side of the ball. 
you know, of course, some some really great players returning, players who've contr- already made great contributions uh, to the program, and you know, four of those guys actually started as freshmen. Three of them are seniors now, um, and other good players as well. What are what are your goals for the for the defense this year, and, and what do you expect out of them? You know, we're gonna we've we've we've, we've had a stout defense the last two years, and I think the pop has always had stout. Defense. But, you know, it's been really impressive the last couple of years to see what those guys have been able to do. Uh, we have some holes to fill, uh, particularly in the secondary. Um, but, you know, we've got good football coaches that know how to coach that. We've got good players. And they're going to come along. But, um, you know, I think I don't I don't know the number off the top of my head. We gave up less than a touchdown two years ago last year. I think less than nine a game. So, you know, we always said that we want to we we want to be in our thirteen points a game. So I would anticipate that that would be again be the goal, and then hopefully a little more offensive production. You know, uh, as far as the scoring goes. But uh, yeah, we've got a experienced defensive line, experienced linebacker core, and Nakai Martinez in the secondary with some. Some some younger players around him, and he'll he'll lead those guys. Friends, we're speaking with Apopka Blue Darter head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, right now on Blue Darter Sports Central. And of course, I've, now's a great time to remind you. Of course, once again, the new AM nine fifty and FM ninety four point nine. The answer will be the on air radio home for Apopka Blue Darter football this fall. Season starts with a kickoff classic Friday, August the twentieth versus Deland, and the regular season begins. August 27th with a trip to Colonial. And we're speaking with head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, right now. And, Coach, and, uh, I really appreciate you spending some time with us. I always appreciate uh, how gracious you are. And I actually feel a little guilty sometimes for, for uh, bugging you so much, but I appreciate you joining us tonight. And i probably got time for one or two more questions. You know, I'm you know I'm aware, and you're you're such a humble guy. I mean, I don't know if, you know, I don't think a lot of people maybe not be aware, but you know, you had an excellent uh, college career uh, at Eastern Illinois um, on the defensive side of the ball as a defensive lineman. And can you talk about how what you learned in college and and um, just you know um, the program there uh, influenced you know, your, your you as a coach? Well, you know, I came from a small farm town in, in central Illinois in high school. I was born in Maine. But, you know, my, my family are working class, you know, construction people. So I, I learned the value of hard work, you know, and I was the only one that in my family that went to college. So uh, I came from a little school. I don't know. I don't even remember how many were in there, 180, 200 kids, you know, in a, in a small farming community. So uh, I was a good high school kid. I was dominant just because I was bigger and stronger, but when I got to Eastern Illinois, which is a, a pretty good one double A or FCS program, um, it was a, it was a wake up call for me. Um, because, you know, everybody was, you know, Chicago land and all that and, and all state and this and that. Nobody ever even heard of my town. So it was a learning curve there, but, uh, you know, I, I persevered and, you know, I had good football coaches. And, um, I was able to, uh, I was a four year letterman and, and, uh, so started uh, three years and uh, all conference all American. So I was a blessing, you know. It was a real blessing, and, and I had some some uh, defensive line coach Randy Melvin, who uh, is in Canada now, and, and Brock Back, who was uh, Purdue linebacker. He's a Illinois State coach now, head coach. They were my D line guys and coordinators, and they they really appreciated me and, and, and motivated me, you know. So. It was it was great. It was really great, and but I, I would I would credit my parents with you know my work ethic and all that. So, but yep, 
well, thanks for sharing a little about that, and thanks for uh, joining us tonight and giving us uh, you know, a heads up on what to expect you know, right around the corner when the season starts. Yes, sir. I will say one, a couple of things. We're, uh, we have a golf tournament on 28th um, for, for, to fundraise. Uh, darter cards are coming out, and I don't know if you know, we're going to repurpose uh, re, uh, the uh, stadium weight room. We're going to uh, dedicate it to Phil King, our former athletic director. We're going to redo that weight room, so we'll raise the money for that. We're gonna we're gonna put all new equipment and flooring in that. So that's the big project right now. So we're thankful for those that have helped us out. Just want to honor Phil King because he was a great man and he he was he made a podcast special when I first came and I think about him often and his family name is is important and he did a lot and there's something we need to have something to pop to remember him. It's a great project and thank you for sharing with us about it and I encourage all Blue Darters to help support it. Appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you. Coach Jeff Rolson. Well, friends, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit, and then later in the show we'll hear from John Perry, a true authority on high school football in Central Florida, especially Apopka High School. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. you know that your garage door can get the blues? Oh yeah, it can get down in the dumps, rattling, sticking. Sometimes it'll open for you, sometimes it won't. When your garage door and garage door opener get the blues, it's time to call Florida Door Solutions. They fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. You know, garage doors don't like the blues, and neither do you. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. They've got the best products in the business from Clope, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And Florida Door Solutions has a reputation for doing the job right the first time. Get rid of those garage door blues. Home or business with Florida Door Solutions. Call them today at 866-FLA-DOOR or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Parenthood is the greatest experience of an owner's life, but it comes with plenty of emotionally, physical, and financial challenges. Hi, my name is Janelle Young, and I'm America's Pet Owner Coach. Are you in need of a pet intervention? Are you looking for expert guests or just looking to see what's coming up right now in the pet industry? Then this show is for you. Don't miss Pet Owner Diary, all new Sunday mornings at 10, right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Listen to this station for the Bible Answers program brought to you by the Dawn Bible Students Association. Questions designed to promote a better understanding of the scriptures of life, peace, and happiness. That's the Bible Answers program. All new Sunday morning right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's wonderful to be with you. As we ease into our weekend on this, nearing the end of this long, hot summer day, and especially a Friday afternoon into evening, hope you're enjoying the program. It's always great to speak with Coach Rolson, and as you can tell, he's um, obviously 
very knowledgeable about the game of football. In fact, I learn something almost every time that I speak to him, whether it's on or off the air. And um, you also tell this man of great humility as well. And uh, so it's glad to you know, be able to share that brief interview with you and um, you know, share his insights. And you know, it helps to give all, all of us a little bit uh, more insight into the uh, Popka Blue Darter football program and uh, just uh, know a little bit more about and uh, feel more of a bigger part of it. Talk about a couple of things before we're joined by John Perry, hopefully joined by John Perry a little bit later. One is a continuation of talking football specifically, uh, high school football and the upcoming Apopka season. And then secondly, is share my thoughts briefly about, you know, just, just the state of sports in America right now in general. And even even the Olympics, you know, as many of you are aware the Olympic Games this summer, which, you know, at one time was just, you know, something that captured the attention of virtually every American sports fan or no sports fan, um, are really not being uh, much of a focus in uh, for many, many Americans this year. Uh, the viewership is down significantly. Uh, and I would say that's for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, of course, one of the reasons is just that, you know, we consume um, information differently these days. <laughs> it was uh, one thing back in the day when you had three channels and uh, the Olympics were on one of the three networks um, and they were on quite often. Now there's numerous, um, if almost not, <laughs> if not almost infinite ways to consume information, to get information about the Olympics uh, online, on your phone. Uh, in many different ways. So now I'm sure that's part of it. That's part of the reason the numbers are down. But also I think that in general, and I'm speaking for myself specifically, but I also know that I'm speaking for a lot of other people too, this whole recent trend towards sports, it's more so a professional sports, but even down into the college level, for for players specifically and even leagues, leagues to sanction uh, players bringing their political views uh, into the games, onto the field, uh, you know, disrespecting the national anthem, uh, basically shoving uh, their political you know, views down up uh, down the throats of, of the of the of the viewers um, and the fans. You know, that's one of the things that that I think has really dampened the enthusiasm for a lot of Americans, specifically of the NFL. Now uh, with Rob Manfred his incredibly weak leadership of Major League Baseball. He's uh, ser- he's seriously damaging Major League Baseball. The NBA is, is, is you know, of course, they're, they're out there as well um, with their, uh, you know, political sloganeering, social justice warrioring, if you will. And, you know, it's not really what people um, are looking for when they when they turn on a sporting event. You know, I, you look back to the days of... of you know, Will Chamberlain, uh, Bill Russell, the the, those the great Celtic teams, uh, John Havlicek, uh, you know, Larry Bird, you know, the Larry Bird era Celtics, uh, Kevin McHale, the Chief, Dennis Johnson. You could go on and on. Uh, the Bad Boys, the Pistons, with uh, coached by Chuck Daly and Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer and that whole cast of of characters who were just outstanding basketball players um, in, in, in many different skill sets. Uh, the Knicks of that era with Pat Riley uh, you know, and um, 
you know, that just would really just really beat a team into submission. You know, they were winning, averaging about 50 points a game and, and winning, you know, most of their games. Uh, you know, what do you think about when you think about those, those specific teams? Think about great basketball. You think about great, you know, Patrick Ewing, of course, uh, the huge center, physical center for the, the Knicks in those days. Um, you, you think about basketball. That's what you think about. You think about what happened on the court, uh, the incredible intensity of some of these games, particularly the playoff games. Um, you, you now, you, you know, I, I don't want to know, you know, what Patrick Ewing's political affiliations are. I mean, you know, Johnny Unitas was always was and, and to this day is my favorite sports hero, my most influential sports hero. Um, as a little kid, we got the Baltimore Colts games down here in Florida, um, you know, when I was growing up, and which was a real blessing. It was a blessing then. It's even more a blessing now because Unitas is one of those rare sports figures and rare people in general, but especially rare sports figures that the more that I've learned about him, uh, his life off the field, the way that he conducted himself in the locker room, the way he he, he was on the field in the huddle, uh, things you don't see as a fan. Um, he's he's even more of of a extraordinary man uh, and a, a figure to res, a, a man to respect than than just the play, than what I knew just of a player. Uh, you know, just the leadership that Johnny Unitas exhibited, the humility, um, the, the the consummate gentleman off the field. You know, never turned down an, uh, an autograph request. Um, you know, was there to to do things for kids. You know, every time he was asked, you know, probably took mi- literally millions of pictures with fans, uh, signed who, who knows how many many autographs. Uh, w- was always accessible, always appreciated the people of Baltimore and his fans. Um, you know, was had the kind of toughness that the toughest guys in the league. You know, just absolutely were in awe of Gino Marchetti. Um, you know, just just the the the, the 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 guys that were the toughest guys in the league. You know, uh, Jimbo Parker, offensive tackle for the for the Colts way back in the day. Uh, you would just see the awe in their face when they talk about the toughness of Unitas, even though he played the quarterback position. You don't hear that about too many quarterbacks these days, do you? Um, but anyway, my point is, what I'm getting to is is you. Know, I don't want to know what Johnny United's political affiliations were. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know what, what, what social causes he was either advocating or opposing. But that's something I just flat out don't want to know about. Now, I will say, one of the, uh, you know that what I've known about Unitas and what I you know know about him, his affiliations were probably pretty close to mine actually. Uh, but he, but he wasn't out there you know broadcasting it and shoving it down people's face and I and I don't want him to uh, throats and I, I wouldn't want him to. I don't want to know what uh, you know Tom Maddie's uh, you know what what party he's affiliated with, um, and and I think most sports fans and when I say most I mean about ninety nine percent of them feel the same way. Hey, I'm glad players you know, express themselves uh, in the political arena. I'm I'm glad they they exercise their 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 First Amendment rights for free speech. But but just please do it on your own time. You know there, there there's an infinite ways uh, infinite ways that we as Americans can can exercise our rights of free speech, or, or at least before COVID came along. Let's put it, so we have to add that qualifier on it. Um, but uh, yeah, but that's a whole another another discussion. But my point is, ball players, you know, NFL players, NBA, Major League Baseball, knock yourself out. You know, get involved with your cause. You know, 
go to rallies like Chris was talking about on Monday afternoon. Um, express your views. Just don't do it, you know, on the field. Shove it down your people's throats when they all they all we want to do is watch a football game. Okay, all we want to do is watch watch basketball or, or, or the Olympic games. We don't want to know your your political causes and your political f- affiliations. Save that for when you're not competing. Save that when for when you're off the field. So so those are some of my thoughts about. You know why the ratings and uh, the viewership and the passion, frankly, for the Olympics is, is down, because virtually every Olympic story now has some kind of social justice twist on it, uh, some kind of a political agenda twist on it, and and that's not what you know. That's not first of all, it's not in the spirit of the Olympic Games, and it's not what people are looking for when they tune in. I'll, I'll add one more example before we uh, you know, have to head into break, and I mean you know, one of and for for. For many of you, and I know for me personally, one of the most inspiring, um, impactful sporting events that I that I ever you know, was aware of in my life, and I, and I watched it, but we did you know none of us watched it in real time unless we were, you were there, um, was the 1980 U.S. Olympic team, Olympic hockey team, when you know a bunch of college kids, <laughs> a bunch of amateurs defeated, uh, you know, and of course the rules were were much different uh, in the Olympics back in those days, and you know these guys, our American our American team, were just pure amateurs, some of them teenagers, um, or at least guys that had just gotten out of college, uh, or might even still been in college, were playing the Russian national team, Olympic team, and those were essentially by all you know. Uh, Practical measures were essentially a team of professionals. That was their that was their job was to be, to be members of the the Russian uh, Olympic hockey or national hockey team, and of course you know the the Americans you know, pulled off one of the biggest upsets in literally in sports history and in, in world history, um, literally. And but my point is, I don't want to know what those guys' political affiliations were. <laughs> I don't want to know what social justice causes they were involved in or, or what they may have been opposing. Um, you know. Th- I, I just wanted to watch him play hockey. Yeah, I wanted him to play to watch him play hockey, representing uh, proudly representing our country and, and, and proudly representing our, our our flag, which is exactly what they did. So people, you know, wringing their hands. Oh my God, the NFL ratings are down. The NBA ratings are down. Olympic ratings are down. Oh my God, what's going on? Um, well, that's what's going on. Because, as I say, I, I, I'm speaking for myself, but I know I'm speaking for a lot of you as well. And I know uh, and many of you are just as passionate and many of you are more passionate about this than I am. And, and the, one more uh, closing thought before we head into the break. You know, and if you'll hear you know, the so-called mainstream media, which is almost every other, all media except for, for our stations and a couple of other radio stations and, um, you know, some, some, tel- some cable television stations, uh, it, if you listen to quote unquote mainstream media, you know left wing media, um, you, you know you see all this hand wringing. It's like, oh my god, you you what, what's going on here? Uh, they, they have no clue, uh, and 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 apparently, the people who run the leagues now they have no clue. Uh, the 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 Rob Manfords of the world, the uh, you know the. Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, the people in the suits and the in the executive suites. They're clueless because they are completely disconnected. It's obvious to me, obvious I'm sure to you, that that the elites in this country, is, it's, and that includes people that run f- professional sports leagues, that, that includes the suits uh, in the executive suites at uh, the NFL, the NBA, um, et cetera, et cetera, Major League Baseball, they are so disconnected from the lives and the value system 
um, and the passions of just the the, the general red blooded American women, uh, American men and women that they don't have a clue and they don't they have no idea how destructive you know this whole bringing politics onto the sports field the whole. Uh, players disrespe- overtly disrespecting our national anthem and our flag. The sports leagues backing them up, even supporting them, um, and 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 that is um, how destructive that is. They are so disconnected. They are so you know drunk with their wokeism uh, and their political correctness. They don't even understand how dist- uh, you know why their leagues are are basically imploding. But anyway, that's a, a few thoughts to share with you. And when we come back, we'll. Shift focus back to a pop blue darter sports, and we'll speak with John Perry. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Biden administration has announced new sanctions against Cuba's National Revolutionary Police and its two op officials as the U.S. looks to increase pressure on the communist regime following this month's protests on the island. The Police Nacional Revolucionaria and the agency's director and deputy director were targeted in the latest sanctions announced Friday by the Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control. The police are part of Cuba's interior ministry, which was already the subject of a blanket designation by the Trump administration back in January. The sanctions were announced shortly before President Biden met with Cuban-Americans at the White House. On Wall Street, the Dow on by 149 points. The Nasdaq dropped 105. The S&P lower by 23. More details at srnnews.com. Great Florida Insurance Apopka is dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best value for home, car, and business and the best service. Here's Steve Enselin to talk more about that great service you get from Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Every single one of my customers has my my number, not just the office, but my personal cell. Same number, my wife calls when she's mad at me. Can't dodge their call. (laughs) That's Steve Enselin with Great Florida Insurance Apopka. We earn our money by knowing what's inside an 80-page auto policy contract, what's in a 100-page homeowner's contract. That's what we try to do over at Great Florida Insurance of Apopka, is earn that trust. It's a little old-fashioned, but that's how we do it in Apopka. Great Florida Insurance Apopka, dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best insurance value for home, car, and business, plus the best service, because that's how we do it in Apopka. Call Steve Enslin at 407-434-1145 or visit the office in the Hunt Club Shopping Center online at greatfloridaatinsureapopka.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Walgreens knows you don't want to cut the summer fun short by getting caught without sunscreen. Luckily, they make it easy to get the essentials you need quickly with a delivery in as little as one hour so you can keep your summer going. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com for details. 
Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin-Williams. Great to be with you as we settle into our weekend here on this long, hot summer day. Really appreciate you joining us. Hope you're enjoying the program. We'll go to John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to remind you about the great sponsors who make this program possible and who make the interviews with the high school ball players and their dedicated coaches possible. We don't have any players with us tonight, but that's generally a consistent feature of our program, uh, talking to some of these young people who are out there competing and representing our town and our community in, in such an outstanding manner. But our, pro- our sponsors are Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic. And, of course, they've been voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row. Florida Door Solutions, and Community Health Centers of Central Florida. They were founded in Apopka in 1972. Now they have 15 locations serving the people of Central Florida with affordable, quality health care. Now let's go to John Peary. And, John, hey, great to catch up with you again tonight, and thank you for joining us once again. Yeah, glad to, Roger. Thanks for having me. And, you know, one of the things, first of all, is there anything that you would like to, to share that you think uh, that our listeners should know about, uh, you know, popcorn-oriented sports? Uh, no, I mean, I just, you know, Friday is, I mean, Friday, wow, today is Friday, John. Uh, on Monday is when the uh, high schools across the state start the practice, and the first five practices have to be without contact, without, well, they have shoulder pads the last three days of, of next week, and then... Full contact will begin. Uh, some of them may practice on Saturday, full contact, but, uh, you know, it's the sixth practice, which will be uh, a week from Monday for Apopka. And, and uh, so that they'll have regular football practice, and then they'll have two weeks of that and then play uh, in the preseason game on August 20th. You know, that's exciting stuff and right around the corner. And, of course, I uh, want to keep reminding our listeners that, once again, uh, the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, will be your Central Florida home for a Popka Blue Darter football this fall and have a tremendous uh, schedule. And that's kind of one thing I want to talk to you about, John, is, you know, for fans, not just Popka fans, but, but any fan of a Popka, of high school football in general, uh, well, there are a lot, a lot of the schools that we talked about this um, have very have have great schedules. A lot of top programs are, are playing each other, both uh, in district games and um out of district games, and Apopka certainly falls in that category. And you know, we uh, begin uh, with the the preseason game, uh, which is pretty much treated like a regular season game, except in the standings and in the records. Right. And ours is with Deland, you know, and that's uh, you know a series that goes back many many years. Uh, but Deland has had uh, you know definitely uh, been very very good the last couple of years. Uh, very talent have had a lot of talent. We travel to Colonial for the first regular season game, and you know, that's one of the great stories in, in Orange County in Central Florida football over the last couple of years. Donnie Hodges has come in there and really 
really uh, elevated the colonial program, and you know they've struggled for for thirty or thirty five years. Um, you know, actually had right. a winning season a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, and we haven't played them very often in recent years. So that that'll be an interesting game, of course. Um, but then the game I want to ask you about is the game after that, and that's Friday, September the third, Apopka versus West Orange, which is our home opener, and specifically, you know, West Orange under Coach Granado has really, uh, really had an excellent season last year, um, and um, you know they're they're go- certainly going to be a team to be reckoned with. What what can you share with us about West Orange and 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 your expectations for that game this season? Well, I think Roger, you hit the nail on the head. They, they've improved a lot. Mike has done a good job over over at West Orange. You know, he was at Apopka for a couple of years. Uh, under when Rick Darlington was the Popka head coach, and and uh, then he spent some time at Edgewater as an assistant. And when the job came open again at West Orange, he he was able to get that job, and he's done a really good job of getting that program revitalized. Let's say emotions into it, and uh, and so. But he's you know Mike is a, a, a very I'll say emotional guy, but. In, in a good way. I mean, it's very, very uh, full of life and, and very, will get the kids hyped up. There's not going to be any doubt about that. But, uh, you know, I expect that game going, that, you know, that, you know, heck, the Fox Western game being before Labor Day is kind of weird. But, uh, and it's bounced around on the schedule through the years, but I don't remember it being this early. But uh, anyway, uh, it, I fully expect that'll be a fourth quarter game that'll come down to, um, you know, maybe some, you know, turnover or a, 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 a long uh, pass play or running play or, or maybe a, a field goal missed or made, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, it, it won't surprise me if it's a – I would be really shocked if it's more than a one-score game, but I would expect it to be a four- or five-point game. Uh, you know, we'll just have to see how things are going at that point. But we won't have a lot of – knowledge about either team because they've just had the preseason game and then the first regular season game to base it on so uh there'll, there'll be there'll be some certainly some changes but uh it'll be it that ought to be a really good game to to uh sink your teeth into uh that early in the season most definitely and then one thing to note too uh for many 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 years in recent years popkin west orange have been in the same district this year they are they're not in the same district um yeah, but, but not, not that that will really affect the intensity. When they weren't in the same district, uh, you know, and so districts have been, and I guess that's the reason why it's never been this early on the schedule, because even if you have six or seven uh, district games, they're they're going to be after your first couple games. So, because uh, you know, Boxer doesn't play its first regular season game until the fourth game of the regular season, and so uh, you know. Pops, you know, after West Orange, you go from the frying pan to the fire because the Pops has got DP and we'll be playing a Dr. Phillips and we'll be playing it down at DP, uh, the week after playing, uh, hosting West Orange. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, especially, you know, real frankly, honestly, and, and the, the district schedule for a Popka is going to be, you know, Ocoee's going to be good. But Apopka should be favored in every and should win every district game. Outside of the district, 
it may be three or four games where Apopka isn't the favorite uh, because the district schedule, the non-district schedule, is really, really tough this year. Yeah, and that's what, uh, you know, just kind of exciting that we watch as a fan. And why don't we uh, pick it up there in the last uh, f- few minutes here uh, before the break. Uh, you know, Dr. Phillips is next, and, you know, they're uh, not just a, a regional power, they're a state power. They won the state championship a couple of years ago and have, have right. uh, played in the state championship game several times. And that's really one of the more spirited series that we have. You know, it's it's not necessarily a natural rivalry so much. I mean, cause I still see Dr. Phillips as a relatively new school. I guess they've been around almost 40 years now, but they're they're kind of still new to me. But, um, you know, they came along in the 80s. But, um, you know, they, they've always been good. They've always had great talent. And we just have always had really intense and close games with them. Yeah, there's been, there's been some really good games, especially over the last, I mean, there's been times where it's been good before, but over the last five to seven years, it's, there's been some really, just some really knock knockdown drag out games, and uh, you know, the, nothing like the one in '07, I believe it was the the five overtime playoff game, which uh, is just that's just nuts when you think about a five overtime playoff game, but uh, mistakes that were that that, but uh, but just the regular season game. You know, a couple of years ago, Popka intercepted a pass in the end zone with just a few seconds left to, to win the game. And, and uh, DP, was, they were moving the ball, getting ready to, to, to win the game there uh, late. And, and so, yeah, there's been some great great games between Popka. I mean, Popka West Orange, we know, goes back decades. And, and uh, Popka and DP have played uh, not every year, but they've played a lot, especially over the last, eight to ten years, and uh, there's been some really good hard-fought games in, in those uh, over, the, over the last ten years. Yeah, that's one of the things that, that, that's characteristic of it is almost every single year it, it's a very, very, very close game. You know, and just a, I remember a couple of years ago, um, you know, Popka won that one, on, I believe, on a safety, you know, 22 to 20 or, or something like that, and then... Um, you know, the year that Dr. Phillips actually won the state championship, uh, we, we actually beat him during the regular season um, in a close game. Right. So just that, that's it's that, it's that kind of series. It's one of those uh, uh, games on the schedule where both teams seem to play at, at, at their highest level, and uh, and, and, and you, just, you just see incredible amounts of talent on both sides of the ball. You know, if you watch any Power 5 college football game, on Saturday, you'll see a players from a Popkin, Dr. Phillips, and if you watch NFL games, you're going to see players from a Popkin and Dr. Phillips as well. Yeah. Well, John, well, thank you for yep. joining us once again, taking away time for family. I hope I'm not getting you in trouble here every Friday night, but uh, I really appreciate you joining us. Well, no, guys, we're we're keeping our, our uh, granddaughter this evening, and, and certainly looking forward to that. I need to go give her a kiss, good night, because she's she's uh, it's it's definitely uh, her bedtime right now, so. Uh, y'all have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you later, Roger. Thank you very much, John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. As you hear, he's got uh, much more important duties to attend to uh, as we head into this break. And friends, we'll be back on Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franken-Williams after these messages. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Daughter Sports Central.
since 1972. Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Letter, remote, tape measure. What do you think, doctor? Is it? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Garage dooritis. What do we do? Better call Florida Door Solutions. Whether you've got garage dooritis or you just want to upgrade your opener or entry gate, they've got the solution. And now, opening your garage door, turning on the lights, and safely keeping track of your property when you're away is easy with the new LiftMaster Garage Door Opener with the exclusive Internet Gateway Accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time every time. Just ask someone you know. Chances are Florida Door Solutions cured their garage door at us. And they are Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And they give back to the community through our local schools, youth sports, and more. So if your garage door is suffering from garage door at us, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Call them today. Join us every weekend on The Answer for Inside the Game, hosted by Orlando's own Pat Williams. Conversations with the who's who of sports celebrities. Elgin Baylor is our guest. And Ann Liguori. Dick Vitale. Go Inside the Game with Pat Williams this weekend. Only on AM 950 and FM 94.9 of The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. With Roger Franken-Williams. And friends, it's great to be with you tonight as we ease into our weekend and ease into our Friday evening. Hope you're enjoying the program. Once again, I want to thank Apopka Blue Daughter head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, for joining us earlier in the show. Gave us some great insights and in what uh, we can expect or what um, he's hoping to, the kind of team he's hoping to put on the field and some specifics on offense and on defense uh, for Apopka. Most recently, it was great to speak with John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner at for the rest of our you know time together, I'll just kind of go down the schedule for Apopka High School because that'll give me a chance to talk about some of these other teams and other programs. And as I am well aware, and as we're well aware here at the station, it's not just Apopka fans that listen to this program and to our Blue Darter football broadcast, but high school football fans throughout Central Florida listen as well. And then, of course, our friends and alumni and supporters of our opponents listen every week. So I know we've got it. We're cutting a, a very wide swath here um, through Central Florida as we cover high school football on Friday night. And it and in, in an elite way. Let's face it: the uh, the Blue Darters are Class Eight A school. That's the biggest school division in Florida high school football. Many of you know. High school football in the state of Florida is arguably, it's certainly one of the best states uh, for high school football in the country and arguably the best in terms of talent. And you can just see that, as I said before, every 
Saturday, if you watch college football on any level, especially Power 5 level football, you'll see players from Florida all over the field. Um, and that's not just on the Florida teams. And then, of course, if, for those of you who are still watching the NFL, and I suspect that's not a whole lot of our listeners, but, um, you know, well, back in the day when you, when I was watching the NFL, uh, you, you, would, you would see rosters chock full of players from Florida as well. So let's uh, start with the regular season. Apopka at Colonial. And the thing I want to say about Colonial is, and we mentioned it briefly with with John Perry, you know, that is a program that for various reasons has struggled mightily for decades, literally 30 plus years. Um, but, you know, Colonial, you know, didn't even think about having a winning season, to be brutally frank. Uh, well, Coach Johnny Hodges, Donnie Hodges went to Colonial. It's been now three or four years ago. He immediately reinvigorated the program, began to lay the foundation and the groundwork for a successful high school football program, had a 6-4 and season two years ago, which was the first time Colonial had a winning season in literally over 30 years, may have been much longer. Now I now I've been now I'm so old school. Of course, I remember when Colonial was was strong in football back in the day, back in the '60s and '70s, and even early '80s. But um, hadn't been the case recently. And uh, the point is, Coach Donnie Hodges has really, really invigorated that program. Really done a phenomenal job of of just laying great groundwork for a successful high school football program. And and that'll be an interesting game. Of course, Apopka will be favored because our program's much more further along and we'll definitely have a most likely a decided talent advantage. But you want to give kudos to to Donnie and uh, for the tremendous job that he's done. And, and it's been a, anybody that knows him knows the kind of passion that he has for young people, for the game of football, and for helping uh, coach young people. West Orange, we talked about that quite a bit with, with John Perry. won't talk too much about that one other than to say that um, is shaping up to be, and it actually already is based on last season, uh, one of the more intense rivalries in the state of Florida. And, of course, that's um, you know, West Orange is now the public school in, in, in Winter Garden. Back in my day, it was uh, Winter Garden Lakeview. But since 1933, Apopka has been playing either Lakeview or West Orange, you know, the public school from 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 Winter Garden um, in high in, in football. That's a that's a that's a series that goes back almost 100 years. And West Orange, under their new coach Mike Granado, relatively new coach, uh, has really really reinvigorated. He's uh, Granado's added stability that they were suffering from instability, obviously, as everybody knows, for two or three years for a variety of reasons. And you know, a pop, uh, West Orange beat Apopka last year during the regular season. Incredibly dramatic game. Uh, scored a two-point conversion uh, to get the win by one point late in the game. Apopka got them in the playoffs in the postseason, and so that just kind of sets the stage for, for this year, which I'm sure will be a, a game of tremendous intensity. And, of course, don't forget uh, the two communities are, are, are fairly uh, close to, uh, closely located together out in West Orange County. Dr. Phillips talked about that with John Perry. Dr. Phillips loaded with talent every year. In fact, that's one of the identities of the program is it's amazing how they reload every single year um, with tremendous talent. Um and it's a game. Um, you know, they compete for for state championships uh, on a on a yearly basis. And um, once again, that'll be a that'll be a game that any high school fan, any aficionado of high school football, will enjoy listening to or watching. After 
and, and, and it's, it, it's quite a tall order, of course, for any program to play West Orange and Dr. Phillips back-to-back. Then Apopka travels to Okoy on September 17th, another rivalry that goes all the way back to 1933. Now, a, a little history there. Okoy, is, there have been actually three different, at least three different renditions of Okoy High School in the last 90-plus years. Um, what I mean by that, there was an Okoy High School. Then it went away. I guess they merged Okoy with with, uh, with Lakeview. Then around 1961 or 62, Okoy High School reappeared. Um, then back around 75 or 76, uh, it went away again, merged into West Orange High School. And, of course, as many of us know, thanks to the incredible efforts of, of Mayor Scott Vandergrift, uh, our late friend and the former Okoy mayor, um, Okoy got a, got to high school back again some years ago. And so, anyway, um, that's a little, I guess, trivia, or for some people might appreciate that little little historical footnote. But Popka and Okoy, um, John's probably a little more confident about that one than I am. I, all I remember about, Okoy, all I can think about is Okoy. We played him last year at home, and beat him by two points, 15 to 13, and had to do that uh, on a block punt, uh, safety off of a block punt. So I'm not chalking that one uh, up in the win column yet. And it's a district game. So once again, any game with district uh, you know, by the name is huge because that's how you make the playoffs. Uh, once again, the playoff system is going back to whoever win, uh, does well in their di- wins their district. And so uh, there will be wild cards, but um, you win your district, you make the playoffs. So obviously every district game is huge. Then Edgewater High School, the, the Edgewater Eagles reappear on the Apopka Blue Darter schedule. And, of course, just speaking of turnarounds and speaking of outstanding jobs, uh, Coach Cameron Duke at Edgewater, literally, and I've said this before, um, publicly and off the air, has, has you know executed the biggest positive turnaround that I've ever witnessed in high school football in the state of Florida. Took over a team that went 0-10, not only did not um, win a game uh, that year, the year before uh, – Cameron Duke took, took over, um, didn't come close to winning a game. We're setting records for giving up points uh, and, 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 and losing margins uh, every game. Anyway, within the first year of taking over, Cameron Duke led Edgewater to a district championship. And since that time, they've been a perennial mainstay um, in the playoffs and have made it to the state Class 7A state championship game the last two years. So anyway, that's be, and of course, uh, another program that's loaded for talent, and that's one of Coach Cameron uh, Duke's talents, is developing players. And uh, so anyway, Edgewater on the schedule, that'll be a huge game, and that's slated for Friday, September the 24th. And of course, as many of you know, I'm sure we have a lot of Edgewater alumni who listen to our, our station and our program, because Edgewater goes all the way back to 1952. Jones High School, Boone High School, and Edgewater are the three shall we say, old-school public schools in the Orlando um, area. After Edgewater, we traveled to Evans. And Evans, once again, that's a district game. And anybody who follows high school football knows Evans is loaded with talent on an annual basis. Now, in recent years, they've not had a lot of success in terms of wins and losses. But as somebody who's been watching them play every year since 2012 – doesn't mean they, they don't have a lot of talent. Well, now they've got an excellent coach. Coach Kennard Lang is going back to Evans. Of course, he played for the Trojans back when they were one of the elite teams 
in the state of Florida. And he's also a guy that's uh, certainly, I'm sure, uh, has a Popka um, you know, scheduled in his mind with a big X because um, you know, he's had numerous rivalries against the Popka. He was former coach at Wekiva. And back during the day when Coach Kennard Lang was at Evans, was the days of the famed Gurky Bowl. And I know many of you remember that when Chip Gurky was the head coach at Apopka. His brother Bill Gurky was the head coach at Evans. And Apopka played Evans the last game of the season every year. It was a district game. And that was back in the day when only one team made it out of the district. No wild cards, no second place qualifiers. You, you want to make the playoffs, you win your district. Into the conversation. So, and of course, those were always two elite teams. Often it came down to uh, you know, several games were undefeated seasons, 9 0 versus 9 0. The winner makes the playoffs, the loser stays home. So, anyway, that was back at those days when Kennard Lang was playing at Evans. Now he's the head coach. And so he, um, you know, I'm sure that he'll have his Trojans ready for every game, but especially he'll be, I'm sure, have them ready for the Blue Darters on Friday, October the 1st. Popka on Friday, October the 8th travels to Bryant Stadium in Lakeland, one of the most uh, historic and vaunted stadiums, high school football stadiums in the state of Florida against the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Lakeland Dreadnoughts literally have had a elite high school football program literally all my life. They've been playing winning football probably close to, for, for close to 100 years. That is no exaggeration, friends. I ran came across a newspaper article when we were playing them a couple of years ago, researching the game from the 1920s, talking about how dominant uh, the Lakeland High School football program was and what a source of pride it was for the community and particularly the, the level of talent uh, that they had uh, at Lakeland High School. Uh, so uh, Popka travels there Friday, October the 8th, and that'll be a game that'll have statewide attention. You know, Eyes from Pensacola to Key West uh, and high school, passionate high school football fans, observers will have their eyes on a popka at Lakeland on Friday the 8th. The eighth. And let's not forget, we'll skip ahead and let's go to Lake Brantley. A popka plays Lake Brantley for our last district game on Thursday, October 28th, under Coach Dave Delfiaco. Brantley has, was improved last year and they expect to be improved this year. And from my understand from, shall we say, good sources, uh, the, the Patriots are looking to be strong on defense this year. And of course they are well known uh, for the, the triple option that they, that they run and they do so well. And then a, a Popka, and then of course there's yeah, the a Popka versus Lake Brantley rivalry for those who are a little bit aware of it. Now, that needs no, no introduction. Uh, it's a rivalry that goes back to the mid 1970s and it hasn't always been the most friendly of rivalries, which of course, as we know, that makes uh, makes the rivalries more fun. Last game is a Popka versus Weekhive, and that's literally one that needs no introduction. Uh, you know, intensity is not a strong enough word to describe that. So, anyway, a great season ahead. Looking forward to playing all these great teams, you know, interacting with their fans and their dedicated coaches and administrators, and it's wonderful to be able to, to do that, present these games to you. Hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, friends, and hope you have a great weekend. Good night. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. WORL Orlando. It's 8 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Americans continue to be urged to mask up in places like Florida where coronavirus infections have surged because of the Delta variant. White House Deputy Press Secretary Car- 